Whoa, the construction hasn't started yet. Welcome back, everyone, to the Planner Protectors podcast. We are back with an all-new episode after taking a bit of a break, and we are talking all about Ontario's Green Belt today. And there was a bit of a break because originally it was summer, and then things got very busy. There is so much that is planned for Planet Protectors very soon, and there were also some big announcements made while um, the break was going on, like, for example, the Planet Protectors live stream that ended because there really was just... Not enough time for me to write all those weekly episodes, but we are going to be introducing a new video series called Neck of the Woods that will be releasing the first episode in December, which I am super excited about. And we're also keeping this podcast up and running and hopefully there will be something new coming to the podcast very soon, but I don't know for sure yet. But let's go on to Ontario's Green Belt. So if you haven't heard, there is some controversy happening around the new proposition position to build houses on the green belt and that is exactly what we will be talking about today but before that we have our episode lee riddle so let's hear it what has a head a tail has no legs and is brown the answer will be revealed at the end of the episode now let's go on to ontario's green belt Ontario's Greenbelt is an area of land that is 2 million acres of protected land. It includes farmland, which is taking up 40% of the land, forests, making up 24% of it, wetlands, making up 12% of the green space, and grasslands, using less than 1% of it. And there are also some more incredible things that use up all of that space. Since 2005, when it was created, it has, as the greenbelt.ca says, had a $9.6 billion economic impact annually, provides 177,700 jobs, has 78 species of risk in the protected area, offsets 71 million tons of carbon every year, offsets the equivalent of 56.5 million cars per year, has farmers that grow in the area earn 68% more money than if they were farming outside of the belt, affects drinking water for 7 million Canadians, and so much more. So let me ask you this. Would you want to destroy this piece of land? Well, Doug Ford, who is the Premier of Ontario, has recently proposed he would like to replace parts of the Greenbelt with, at the very least, 50,000 new homes and construction starting around 2025. Now, this is all due to the housing crisis that Ontario is currently facing. This whole situation is even worse because the government, which is under the same leadership as it was in February of 2021, um, stated the following in February of 2021. I want to be clear. We will not in any way entertain any proposals that will move lands in the Greenbelt or open the Greenbelt lands to any kind of development. Now, that's a big promise that this government made, and they're essentially breaking it right now. So they pretty much promised people that under this leadership that is still here today, their jobs, homes, farms, incomes, natural space, water, and so many more things would all be safe and secure, but suddenly they're not. One of Doug Ford's biggest opposing forces, Mike Schreiner, who is the leader of the Green Party of Canada, stated the following to CBC. We do have a housing crisis. There's no doubt about that. 
but we have land within our municipal boundaries to build homes for people. He later said that homes more spread out like this, coming and going to work will be extra costly for both people and municipalities. But what about the good news? Because there is some good news that was in this plan. Ford plans to add an extra 2,000 acres of land when this project is done. Yay! Well, that's great, but not exactly. While the plan is to have 2,000 extra acres of land, that will probably be in small blocks. This is controversial because on one hand, you have the country's best scientist that studies this and says on average, you get more biodiversity in smaller blocks. It's called land fragmentation. And so more biodiversity in smaller blocks than in a bigger chunk of land. This is because in the smaller areas, they can act as like a safe refuge to animals and plants from predators, disease, etc. But on the other hand, taking away that area in the first place could be detrimental to natural ecosystems. And adding pets, removing corridors that are naturally there, and creating barrier type communities are all negative impacts on the environment in this region. Wildlife specialists estimate that wildlife populations in these areas will decline if this proposal does become a reality. But what about us? Well, York University professor Mark Winfield says that the changes to the natural environment like this, it typically causes issues like stormwater and flooding and just makes them a bigger issue. This is because with the soft natural earth as a surface, as it usually is, the water can just sink right into it. Compared to the hard cement that we would be putting down there, there would we would have to make a whole stormwater management system, a sewer system, like all of this stuff and all those sewers need to be dug. So that's more destruction. And like this is all things that we would have to deal with. Since 7 million Canadians rely on drinking water from this area, we may need to turn to other sources that are not as naturally clean, such as Lake Ontario. On another note, if you are worried about your carbon footprint, then you may want to shop local. And if you live in southern Ontario, right where this greenbelt is, then you may get a lot of your fruits and veggies from the greenbelt. The greenbelt has some of the best growing soil in Canada, so taking farms away to build houses may have an impact on where you get your food and maybe where your grocery stores get their food from too. So to take action and donate, you can visit greenbelt.ca slash support underscore us. And to learn more about the Greenbelt, you can visit greenbelt.ca. It really is an amazing area. And I hope that you visit if you are in the area. Now you know you are all caught up on what is happening. And remember, your opinion is your opinion. I cannot tell you what you should or shouldn't believe in. Um, But I was just showing you this side of the story because yes there's a housing crisis but as um the green party leaders said we can do things a little more municipally as well now let's go on to animal of the episode this episode's animal was suggested by one of our listeners thank you and swims in the cold arctic waters and has a very recognizable feature this episode's animal is the unicorn of the sea, aka the narwhal. These 1.5 ton mammals are almost as big as a bus. As you can see, if you look up a picture, male narwhals have a big 10 foot or roughly three meter tusk slash tooth sticking out of their upper lip. So the question is, how do they use this tooth? 
Well, the tooth helps them hunt for fish and possibly impresses females. This tooth really is a mystery, and it still has scientists investigating what it's used for. Luckily for us, these animals are just near threatened, but we need to keep it this way. And I guess luckily for the narwhals, too. You need to give them credit. So let's make sure that they don't get on the endangered list. Now let's go on to the daily eco tip. Today's eco tip is... When cooking pasta, save that extra pasta water once you take the pasta out and use it to water plants. This water has extra nutrients that'll help your plants grow even stronger. So that's a really great tip. So, you know, when you boil the water, you put the pasta in, it's all ready, and then save all that extra water. Just water the plants with that, and the water doesn't go to waste, and that's even greater. Well, that was yet another great episode. We talked about the green belt, had a great eco tip, and learned about narwhals. Now, we need an answer to the riddle. So let's hear the riddle one more time. What has a head, a tail, has no legs, and is brown? Maybe pause the podcast to think of the answer. I will be revealing the answer in five, four, three, two, one. The answer is a penny. That's it for me. I hope you have a great rest of your morning, afternoon, evening, or whatever time you're listening to this podcast. Oh, and just so you know, there will be more episodes coming soon. I know there was a break, but I already have the next episode planned, and I'm going to give you a little sneak peek on what it is. In the next episode, we will be talking about COP27 and recapping everything that happened at that conference. So stay tuned. It will be coming very soon. And I'll see you next time. And remember to stay eco. Bye for now.